Previously, we have shared Sarah Maxwell's story of taking turns in having blocks of parental leave with her partner. In this episode, we hear from her partner, Peter, who chose to use annual and long service leave that he had owing to take the opportunity for six to eight weeks at home, raising their daughter, Ruby Rose. Great to have you join us today, Peter, and we look forward to hearing your experience in sharing parental leave with Sarah. I'm keen to hear why you decided to take extended time off work to be at home with Ruby Rose in these early months of her life. Tell us about that. Well, I've been waiting quite a while to have a kid. I think um, Sarah and I have sort of waited together patiently and then decided together now was the time. And I was always been keen to take some time off to do that, but um, it was mostly up to Sarah. So when she told me that she wanted to have some time back at work in between her time off, I thought, oh, great, I'll jump at the chance to do that. I've got heaps of leave so at work, so it's not a problem for me to take time off. It's all paid leave, so uh, it's all well and good. And did you find that your work was supportive and your friends and your colleagues and peers, were they supportive of your decision to take this approach? Yeah, when I told my boss, he was uh, quite happy for me to do uh, to do that. I told him that it was going to be eight weeks and then another six weeks later on. And um, we sort of get five weeks a year. And for someone at work, one of our managers to take off six weeks here or there is quite normal. So to take off eight weeks, not so bad. And then maybe six weeks later to take off another six weeks is, you know, probably pushing it a little bit, but not, um, they're more than fine for me to do so because we've, well, especially me, I've worked there for 20 years, so I've saved up a lot of uh, leave. Uh, I don't take five weeks every year, so I've got quite a lot of leave saved up. So it's easy for me to uh, take and it's quite good for work to reduce their liability in that regard. And what about your friends? I mean, is it something that other dads, other friends of yours have done or are you a bit unusual? Yeah, some of my uh, friends, or most of my friends, they've, their kids are sort of about 15 to 18 now. So they sort of give me a little bit of stick having a, a child later on in life. But uh, for me, it's working out quite well. And I've, I've also found, even though at work, I might get razzed a little bit, you know, daddy daycare, that sort of thing. Um, it all comes from a good place and everyone's sort of friendly. Uh, I've worked with them, colleagues for years, so they're all friends as well. Um, everyone's been really good. Um, even the, the men that I talk to um, through work that I discuss, you know, this sort of thing that's happening, uh, that I'm taking time off and might be able to talk to them, you know, sort of thing if I'm reps or anything like that, then um, it hasn't been, they've all sort of piped up and started talking about their kids and they wish that they had a chance to do that. So sort of an advantage, I think, now being later on in life and having all this time saved up, I can uh, just enjoy it and not worry about having to get back to work or, or not being worried about that financial side of it. Yeah, and, and I think it's great that you are sharing your story with other people because the more we talk about it often that reaction is I would have loved to do that or 
I would love to do that if I get the chance. And so normalising this is really important. Yeah, there's a lot of um, guys that I talk to that sort of say that and they just wish that they had the time to do that. But I guess too that the normal for women is to stay at home and at least six to 12 months and that's sort of expected. So for Sarah to say that she wants to go back, I think even with her friends and work is sort of people would sort of go, oh, um, really? You know, um, it's not the norm. And I think women would probably get a little bit ridiculed too for, for such a saying that. But, uh, you know, with uh, she knows that I'm going to be here with Ruby, so it's not, it's not like she's going to be left alone. <laughs> um, mm. But um, it's also been really good to have that break uh, not to have three months altogether or three and a half months altogether for the both of us and turning out to a seven-month stint. I mean, it's, uh, I, I feel it's, it's worked out really well so far. And, what, and, and because you both enjoy your work and you both wanted to be at home with Ruby Rose, so you're both getting what you want both ways, I guess. Is that what you mean? Yeah, you stay connected with your work. You don't feel like you've been away that long that you sort of missed a whole stack of new things that have come along and um, you're keeping up to date with what's going on there and you're also keeping up to date with what's going on at home. You're not missing, you know, because you want to stay at home for all the first, you know, the, the first time that Ruby rolls over or giggles or smiles, all those sorts of things or starts to hold things. You know, you want to be there for those if you can, but... At the same time, if you're away from work up to six months in a stint, then you sort of go back and you don't know what's going on. You might have to retrain in certain areas. Uh, so you don't have to do that either. Yeah. And how did you stay connected with work in the six to eight weeks, the first block that you took? Well, I have um, projects sort of that that are going on that I might need to email people here and there to just make sure that everyone's keeping up to date with what's happening and you know, things are booked in weeks in advance for um, installations at work for, as I, I'm a poker machine gaming manager at an RSL club, so you book these things in for dates weeks in advance and so that's the date that it has to be set at. So if you're off... You can still coordinate those things through emails and have other people look after it if you need to. Yeah, so it sounds like you did stay very connected. Yeah. And did you, I guess, was there anything when you thought, okay, I'm going to take charge of this very small, helpless little human being? Was there anything that made you nervous about that? Uh, I think I was just that excited that I wasn't really nervous about not being able to do the job. I think... Um, there are definitely times when, you know, because they're long days and you're you're up at six, well, for me, Sarah would get up early in the morning and do a, a breastfeed before she'd go to work and then she'd go to work and I'd be up from six o'clock in the morning right through to about 6.30 until she gets home. And I think it's mainly when there's times when Ruby's crying for an unknown reason <laughs> and you're worried that, okay, I start crossing things off. She's not hungry. She's not tired. There's what is it? And, you know, it might just turn out to be low wind bane or something for her, but you're sort of worried that if you're doing everything right and she's uh, because she's so helpless and reliable, 
on you. You don't want to be doing something wrong. But um, by the end of the day, I think you're also that tired. Um, you're happy to see your partner, Sarah, come home at 6.30. So I can understand, too, when you hear all the stories of fathers saying, oh, my wife's always saying, oh, you haven't come home on time, all that sort of thing. They're, they're long days, so you, you sort of, it's a relief to have your partner come home and sort of say, you know, okay, I'll take over for you now <laughs> and you can relax a little bit. Yeah, and so you, you, you've really probably developed a shared understanding of each other's experience as you've swapped the blocks. I know Sarah's heading back to work now after her second block. You're heading into your second block. You'll have a really good understanding of each other's experience now because you've both taken the time to be at home and go back to work and come back to home. So a little bit of empathy would have been built. Oh, most definitely. You can understand and, um, yes, definitely empathise with with each other. Mm. And are there any highlights that you would share about your time with Ruby? Well, I think um, just seeing Ruby go through all those firsts is uh, just a highlight and having her, uh, you know, when you walk into the room when she wakes up and starts smiling at you there, they're such good feelings that, uh, you know, it's going to stay with you forever. These, It's so new to you and so exciting. So it's... Uh, it's a good feeling to be able to to do that for her. What would you say to other men who are considering taking extended leave to look after or raise a child? Well, I think uh, if if you get a chance to do it, definitely do it. Um, you won't it won't be something that you'd regret. That's for sure. It's uh, just something that you get a whole stack of satisfaction out of and. I think uh, it's an understanding of your partner and what they go through and, and uh, yeah, you just uh, appreciate what you've got a lot more. Beautiful. Thanks so much, Peter, for sharing all of that today. That's okay. Thanks, Kerry, for having me.